praise the lord greetings in the name of the lord this is holy lady t checking in on today and yes i'm steep saved sanctified and filled with the holy ghost and yes i'm enjoying my life with jesus how about you god is so worthy oh he's so worthy and he is greatly to be praised on today and y'all i'm gonna just get right into it on this tell it like it is thursday and i want to start it off with good things on today and my good thing was oh, on yesterday i believe it was yesterday yesterday i was standing in line to pay for my food y'all and so the young man he was ringing up my food ringing up you know my food it was only just a couple of items or whatever but then he started to ring up somebody else's food that was right behind me and i'm like hold up hold up hold up that's not my food i, I just have this right here and then he was like ma'am um this young man said that like he want to put this on his um like he want to put this with his groceries i was like what <laughs> i'm sitting there like what i'm like and i turn around and look at him and i'm like are you sure are you sure because i didn't i didn't know him like from nowhere and i was like are you sure like you want to do this and then he was like <laughs> and i'm like oh okay well god bless you god bless you god bless you and like i was like oh you know like i just could not believe <laughs> i could not believe this was happening to me yesterday and so i just give god all the glory and honor for what he's doing in my life and if that if that person or whatever they don't even i don't think they know me because i didn't know them but if they ever see this or hear this thank you again <laughs> thank you again and so i just give god the glory and honor and it's just like y'all just like that just when you least expect a blessing to come it's gonna come and i'm telling y'all this is gonna be the same thing i know you know like with your with your spouse that you you single and you waiting on god to bless you it's, it's just gonna happen just like that and i'm like look at god and so it's like even just, god is so awesome because i'm just speech i'm just speechless and some people might not think it's big but to me it's big because it's just an inkling of what god has for me and it's like i see you i see you and so it's i just thank god i thank god because god is going to be doing some awesome he already doing some awesome things for his people that are obedient and shout out to elder oh pastor Ooh pastor bishop tyrone Jenkins for the word of god on yesterday it's like about following instructions see us that are really following instructions glory to god we are we are reaping the benefits of following instructions and i'm telling you god's favor is on the saints of god that are being obedient god's favor when you follow instructions you will get these good results and i know that even people that are disobeying god like they have money and they have all these things cards whatever but i'm talking about when when god works miracles and all of these things in your life and then when you're obedient to god when you have that peace see people that are not serving god they don't have the peace the love the joy and all of that but when you really serve god you have that contentment in him and so i'm not gonna go on and on about this because this is what this is not what my tell it like it is thursday is about but i just had to give god glory i thank him 
Thank you, Jesus, because, hey, God is going to do exceedingly and abundantly above all I can ask or think because it's according to the power that's working in me. This is just a just a small glimpse of what God has for me and what God has for you that are being obedient to the word of God. Hallelujah. And so tell it like it is Thursday. This has just been on my heart. Um, the subject is intentional about being whole, intentional about being whole because a lot of like a lot of times we are not whole because we're seeking seeking out things outside of God outside of God because a, a man cannot make you whole a woman cannot make you whole sex cannot make you whole a job cannot make you whole None of these things, material, none, nothing materialistic, no human, they cannot make you whole. And a lot of times you be doing okay for a while, but then you feel like, hey, I'm empty. Yep, you're empty because you have not came to Jesus and you have not consistent or you have not consistently came to Jesus. You going after everything else to feel a void that only Jesus can feel. See, as, as the pastor said, when you follow instructions, you're going to get the right results. But a lot of times, if you put your two cents, your knowledge in it, instead of following God's instructions, exactly how it say it and being consistent with it and not giving up, If you do that, if you're not doing that, then you're not going to get the results that you need to get. So if we're intentional, we have to be intentional about being whole because it's not going to just happen. It's not just going to happen. You have to reach out to God. You have to really reach out to God because I'm telling you, you're going to keep coming up empty. You're going to keep coming up empty or half full, but you're not going to ever be full outside of God, outside of having the Holy Ghost in your life, you will never be full because God intentionally did it like that because he wants to be in your life. He wants to be your life, not just a little speck in your life. No, he wants to be your life. So anyway, intentional about being whole um, because a lot of times many of us is in the state where we're of age to get married. But the thing is, if you're a half, you don't need to be getting married to another half. Half and half, you'd be like, oh, half and half make whole. But you're going to be looking for that person to add to you what only Jesus supposed to supply to you. And so you will never be complete. Not. Because they can't give you all that Jesus can. And so a lot of times we're wondering, like, why is the divorce rate so high? Like, why is all of this animosity between husband and wife, all this stuff is going on? Because a lot of times when those two particular individuals got married, neither one of them was whole. Or one of them was whole and the other, other one was not whole. So you need to be whole. And when I say that you need to be whole can mean healed. So you definitely need to be healed. Like any traumatic experiences that you have had, any past childhood experiences that you have had, you need to be healed from that. Uh, daddy issues, because I'm talking to the women, daddy issues or your dad wasn't there or he was present, but he wasn't a real dad. 
you need to heal from that before you trying to link up with somebody else. You need to heal from that. You need to, first of all, know who you are, know who you are in God and be confident about the person that you are. Because if you're not, you're going to be expecting again for this person to feel something that only God can feel. So I'm talking to the singles on today. We do not want to be half. And we don't want to marry somebody that is a half if we are whole. Because they'll never be satisfied with you. They'll never be satisfied with you because they're not even satisfied with their self. They don't even have a proper relationship with their self. They don't have a proper relationship with God. So what you offer, I mean, you can be the best person ever. The most godly person ever. But since they won't recognize and deal with their trauma or deal with experiences they have had that was negative or, or dealt with just any issues that they have had, even past uh, relationships, if they haven't healed from that, then they're going to bring that into the next relationship. And now it's going to be problems. So we need to deal with ourselves in our singleness. We need to deal with ourselves in our singleness. I'm going to say it again. Because don't be so rushed up to get married when you have not dealt with you. You don't even have a close relationship with God. So it's a and, and marriage is gonna you're gonna go do through different things, situations. So you need to be whole, you need to be healed, you need to be complete in God, you need all this going for you to have the best mar the blessed marriage ever. Am I saying that it will never, like, people people marry, people get married, and they may not be in this situation, but trust trust and believe you making life harder on yourself when you are marrying, getting married when you're not whole yourself. You're making it complicated. Yes, you can work through it, but I'm like, mm-mm, years ago, I was like, mm-mm, Lord, I need you to perfect me for my spouse. I'm perfect for my spouse. So don't think, don't say I'm always saying I'm perfect. I say I'm perfect, the perfect fit for my spouse. So I ask God to work on me. Take out, put in. Take out, put in. Because I wanted to be whole. And I wanted to be whole in Christ. Well, just be whole in Christ, period. So we, we got to get in the presence of God. But anyway, let me read the definition for whole. Again, it's complete, restored to health, and soundness well. So... And the story that I'm about to mention is a woman, a woman that was intentional about being whole. Because you can't just sit, sit with your hands folded and be like, I want to be made whole. I want to be made whole. I want to be made whole. What are you doing about it? What are you doing about it? Because it's not going to just jump on you. And are you taking the right steps? Because some people are linked up to the wrong people. That's a wrong step. You're getting counsel from the wrong people. That's a wrong step. See, the Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So I won't, I won't be getting, I don't care if they say they say. If you see that their life don't match the Bible, why are you getting advice from them? And you talking about you want to be made whole. It just don't make sense. So anyway, this woman came to Jesus. It's in Mark 5, 25. It said a woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. 
A woman in the crowd has suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. Imagine that, ladies. Imagine 12 years with constant bleeding. She has suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years, she has spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. So that is the illustration I was saying earlier. Like you did all you can to have joy you have did all you can to have peace you have did all you can to be loved but you still coming up empty so this lady she spent everything she spent everything like going to doctors going to doctors trying to solve this and this can happen even in a and the natural sicknesses as well. But I'm talking about sin sick. I'm talking about sin sick as well. You tried everything. And everything else failed. So. And you ain't getting better. You getting worse. In fact. She had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus. So she came up behind him. Through the crowd. And touched his robe. See she heard about Jesus. And if you are here today. And you sin sick. I'm telling you about Jesus. Come on. Woo, you can come to him in your bedroom, wherever you at, and cry out to God. Come to Jesus on today. So she heard about him. You can even come to our church, the City of Refuge Church. Don't just stay. Just don't stay and feel sorry for yourself and don't do nothing about your situation. I know. People are experiencing depression. People are, like I said, are literally naturally sick, mentally sick, sin sick. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and come to Jesus. So she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. I don't care what you got to do. I don't care what, what, what you have to go through to get to Jesus. Just get there. And that's another thing, like even for the house of God, but you can get to Jesus at your house, but come into the house of God. If you know a holiness church, press your way to church and you know, you have a holy man of God, press your way to church. I don't care what, what, how press your way to church. Definitely press your way to the feet of Jesus. I don't care where you at. Because you can find Jesus. Jesus is everywhere. Just crowd to him. So she she for she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. If I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Oh look, look at that faith right there. If I can just get to Jesus, if I can just talk to Jesus, I will be healed you have to have that kind of faith see it's, it's gonna be according to your faith you got to believe it you got to believe it but if you don't believe oh god ain't hear me god can't do nothing about my depression god can't do nothing about these sexual feelings i'm having god can't do nothing about this hatred in my heart god can't do nothing about this unforgiveness in my heart god can't do nothing about this grief in my heart god can't do nothing about this sorrow in my heart god can't fix my broken heart well he ain't gonna be able to do it because you're so negative. You got to say, no, if I can just talk to Jesus, I know everything will be all right. She said, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, immediately, the bleeding stopped. And she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Immediately. Look at God. God can do some things immediately, but it's according to your faith. And I'm telling you one thing that he can do immediately. 
He can fill you with the Holy Ghost. And that is his spirit living inside of you. Why do I want this spirit? First of all, because God says so. I have to be born again. Second of all, because when I have a spirit inside of me, that is my close relationship with God. Also, when you have a spirit of God inside of you, God is your comforter. God is your comforter. So he will give you comfort through whatever situation you're going through. That's why I just do not want to hear people that be like, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, but I am still depressed. That what they do is bring up these Old Testament people. These Old Testament people that did not have the Holy Ghost inside of them. The Holy Ghost came upon them in the Old Testament. We have no excuse today to be depressed when God's spirit sets us free. God's spirit is working on the inside of us. So the comforter, when you had a comforter inside of you, which is the Holy Ghost, now you have something to bring you comfort, something to bring you peace. He is the Prince of Peace. So don't tell me you are full of the Holy Ghost and you are depressed. Now, I'm not saying that depressed is when you have long, enduring sad and, and downing thoughts that's depression not when you have a sadness like you feel sad one day or something come upon you and you get discouraged okay no i'm not talking about that i'm not talking about a moment depression is not just a moment depression is like a long state like it's a long state where you can't even function like normally like you normally do you can't do your normal activity you can't do nothing because you have you are dwelling in your mind on this situation or these bad negative thoughts when the bible say whatsoever things are true lovely uh, honest all is good report and all it is think on these things are you thinking on those things see if we follow instructions pastor jenkins we will get the kind of results will get godly results but we're, we have to follow the instructions so god can do some things immediately but then yes 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 the holy ghost will come immediately if you believe it if you have a made up mind to live for god and you ask him to fill you with the holy ghost he'll do it but you have to have a made up mind to forsake the world. You have to have a made up mind to forsake your ways. You have to have a made up mind to forsake the devil ways. And follow him and live for him with all your heart, mind, and soul. And I promise you, the Holy Ghost will come immediately. The moment you give your heart to God, it will come. And how you know you receive the Holy Ghost? You will begin to speak in a language that is unknown to you. God will take over your tongue. Glory to God. In a language that is unknown to you. Glory to God. That can happen immediately. God can heal you of a sickness immediately. God can heal you of cancer immediately. God can heal you of AIDS immediately. God can heal of mental health issue immediately is according to your faith now some things trust and believe i understand you have to go through a process on some things because some things that may have happened to you in your childhood or whenever even adulthood um it takes a process of you letting go of the hurt. it takes a process of you confessing that thing to god and sometimes you do need a mental health therapist to walk you through ways to deal with that trauma but if i was you 
word of advice, get you a good Christian mental health therapist because they're going to give you some scriptures. They're going to give you some like spiritual knowledge on how to overcome what has you bound. Because just because you see the Holy Ghost, I'm not saying everything is going to disappear. Everything is going to disappear. Like, 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 like you're going to forget about everything that happened to you or whatever. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is God is now your comforter and he's your power. You have some power to now deal with the situations that had you bound in the past. You have power to overcome them. But yes, you have to be intentional about being whole. If you know that you are still struggling with certain thoughts, certain issues, you need to talk to someone. And I'm again, if they have no wisdom, why are you talking to them? You need to talk to someone and let them map out a process for you. I understand that. I'm not against that at all. But what I'm saying, we need to stop pushing Jesus to the side and then talking about a therapist. The therapist is giving, the God is giving the therapist knowledge to feed you. So how, how, how crazy do we sound? Come to Jesus first and he will lead you and guide you on what you need to do and how you need to do. Because God is there. He, he is a healer. He is the healer. Your therapist can't heal you. He is the healer. And sometimes like, like your, your deliverance, your help will come through what the, the therapist is saying. But again, God will speak through the therapist. So I'm just saying, no, make it make sense. So anyway, the Bible say immediately the bleeding stop immediately. The bleeding stopped and she could feel in her body like you're going to feel a change when the Holy Ghost come in you. You're going to feel a change inside of you. But again, you got to grow in grace. You don't just stop at receiving the Holy Ghost. You got to grow in grace. You got to perfect yourself in God. Like, hello, perfect perfect because the Bible say be perfect. So obviously we supposed to be being perfect as he is. So if you want to perfect yourself, you got to get in the word of God. What is God saying? Because everything we need is in the Bible. Everything we need is in the Bible. And then he will speak again through different people. He will speak again through different people to help you and guide you along the way. But we need not again to brush Jesus aside and say, oh, no, no. Because the comforter again is the Holy Ghost. Ooh, peace and love is in the Holy Ghost. Because that's God's spirit in you. So we, uh-uh, come on, y'all. Turn to Jesus. Because Jesus, I'm telling you, he can solve any problem. And he'll tell you again. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. So if the moment that you push Jesus aside, you've even got a therapist that's not even speaking, that's not even speaking a knowledge that, that's going to help you. And I'm talking about help you in the long run. I'm talking about help you until Jesus come back or you die. Like you might get some knowledge to help you temporarily to cover, 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 treat symptoms, but not get to the heart of the issue. This is why you need to come to Jesus because he know you from the inside out. So we're going to go on. His disciples said to him, look at this. Oh, okay. Wait, I skipped. Um, Immediately the bleeding stopped and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that that healing power had gone out from him. 
When you touch Jesus, he know it. So he turned around the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd. Like Jesus was saying, who touched my robe? His disciples then said, look at this crowd pressing around you because they all around Jesus. So it's like, why did you say who touched your robe? All these people, somebody, maybe one of them. Look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman trembled at the, at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Mark 5, 25 through 24. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. So you, me, we have to believe God. We have to trust God. God, no matter how it feels, because the devil going to keep coming back. So no matter your feelings, you got to trust and believe God. That's where your faith comes in. Lord, I believe your word. I trust your word, even though I don't see it. I don't feel it. But Lord, I trust you. I am healed of this disease. And you have to keep speaking it. And you have to keep believing it. And you have to keep working on yourself. Cause enough of the enough of the just just the dancing and the shouting and all this mess, and you still not healed. You still suffering. The Bible said, "Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. It's over." So we have to believe and trust the word of the Lord. And I'm gonna read this in King James Version because it said, "And he said unto him and to her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole." Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Be whole, which means be healed of thy plague. Daughter, your faith have healed you. It have healed you. So it's like if I can just get to Jesus, that's y'all, we got to we got to put Jesus back in our life. If I can just get to Jesus, I know I will be made whole. You have to believe that. Singles, you have to believe that. And I like the scripture. Because again, get to Jesus. If you the kind of single that just can't stand being single, got to have a man. You not whole. You're still half full or maybe all way empty. You're not content. See, God is saying, come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Because only person we can be complete in is him. Is him and I found out that to be true in my life. Yes, I desire to be married, but I'm like, Lord, when the time's right, you're gonna make it happen. So I'm gonna fulfill the purpose that you have for me now in my singleness. I, I am going to grow in you in my singleness. I am going to learn the qualities of being a godly wife in my singleness. I am going to do that in my singleness, and so I'm completing God. Because I have everything I need in God. Let's read this scripture. I believe it's in Colossians 2 and 10. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. If you never get married singles, you are already complete. If you have been born again of the water by baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and been born of the spirit by receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost and walking holy, you are already complete. 
So stop looking for a man to complete you when you are already completing God. Yes, that the man that comes, he's going to be a glorious compliment to you. Glory to God. He's going to add to the beautiful and the, the greatness that's already inside of you. But he don't complete you. Because if he did, if something happened to him, he walked away from Christ. Now you are half again. And you don't want to be half. You got to be whole in God so you can live the life that God is calling you to live now in your singleness. I can't stand when women be thirsty for a man. No, we got to thirst after righteousness. Thirst after righteousness. The Bible says you got to hunger and thirst after righteousness and you will be filled. See, we can't be filled. We can't be whole if we hunger and thirsting after sex and a man. Mm-mm. Hunger and thirst after righteousness and you will be filled. Glory to God. You won't have to say, oh, I got to masturbate. No, you ain't going to have to masturbate because you are full of the spirit. You are full of righteousness. Yes, we are human, but God, God will let that part of you be dormant until your husband comes. So you don't even have to masturbate. I don't masturbate because, hey, God fills me. He completes me. I am content in him. Glory to God. I don't have to waste my time. Talking to men, I know that it's not my husband. No, I don't waste time with that. I don't go out on these casual dates. No, because I am content where God has me now until my husband come and accept me and wife me. Glory to God. Are you completing him on today? Are you whole on today? So we have to realize that everything that we need, I like this verse, everything. It says, according as his divine power have given unto us all things, his is God, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. He has given us everything that we need that pertain unto life and he have given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So when you be like, I got to can't help us, I got to have sex, I got to have me a man, I got to be talking on the phone to somebody, I got to be doing this, uh, uh, not, no, you a lie, you ain't full of the Holy Ghost. You're not full of the Holy Ghost because the Bible just said, according as his divine power have given into us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So I can stay holy. I can stay pure. I can keep my mind set on Jesus. My thought pattern be correct. I'm not saying that the devil ain't going to throw a negative thought, but you immediately cast down that thought and bring it to the obedient obedience of christ because i am good in god until my husband come glory to god and if it's not meant for you to be mad you will be good in god until he come back mm. because in god is everything that you need that pertains unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue so we got everything we need we are complete in him. We are whole in him. We have everything we need. We are not halves. We are wholes in God. And so that's 2 Peter 1 and 3. We have to be intentional about being whole. You see how this woman pressed her way through the crowd. Pressed her way through the crowd. And so it's like, since I know I want to be whole, I like I'm I'm saying I'm using I, but I'm saying in general, listen. You know you ain't whole. You know you have these this constant, constant, constant feelings. You see yourself keep falling in a pit of sex. 
Keep on in the pit of sex. Keep dating the wrong people. Keep talking to the wrong people. You see that you are not whole. Or you have the negative thoughts of wanting to kill yourself. Or have a negative thoughts of inadequacy. Or have a negative, just depressing thoughts. You are not whole. You got to press through to the feet of Jesus. Glory to God. You have to be intentional about it. Intentional about it. And see, one day I was intentional about it. I'm like, no. I'm going to get in the presence of the Lord. I mean, praying. I mean, praying until tears came out until my eyes felt like they were swollen. Because I'm like, Lord, no, I need you to do something in my life. Hallelujah. And he did it. So you have to constantly pray before the Lord. Tell him all about you and how you're feeling. Not that he don't know, but you have to get this out. You have to get this out and air it out. Uh -uh. Like they be saying, tell the truth. And shame the devil, I mean, it's real. Tell the truth. Shaming the devil because he's a liar. That's how I shame him. When you tell the truth, it's shaming him because he's a father of lies. And so I'm telling you, you pour your heart out before God. Don't hide anything. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Oh, that you may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. Come on to Jesus, glory to God. And then. You got to fast, like be intentional about the thing. Because see, fasting, it kills your nasty desires. It, 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 it kills your worldly desires. It kills your will. And it helps you to submit to God's will for your life. Singles, God's will for your life is not to be out here having sex with people you are not married to. That's not God's will for your life. And you can overcome that through the power of the Holy Ghost. Stop making excuses. Get in the presence of God and fast and pray consistently because i did it and god whoo glory i thank god now that that sexual part of me is dormant until my husband wake it up so i thank the lord for that so the fasting like you have to go without food go without drink if you medically or well physically able go without food go without drink and while you're going without that you are meditating you're reading the holy scriptures you're surrounding yourself around a holy environment glory to god you listening to the gospel songs you're you're making sure that you're like even sometimes you have to fast from facebook fast from all social media completely so you can crucify your flesh and hear from god and be able to submit to what he's saying and i promise it worked for me it still works for me and i'm able to submit this old nasty body because it's flesh it don't want to do right so i'm able to submit what the flesh want to do to God's will. Glory to God. Ain't no way I could have stayed years and years abstinent from sex. No sex for years and years and years without prayer and fasting. Ain't no way. Or even just having a boyfriend make an excuse. Be like, oh, okay, yeah. He got a good job. Got some good money. Nice car. He go to church. I could have made all these excuses and said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to talk to him. But no, God said, wait on me. Wait on me. Trust me. Trust me. Because the next date you go on going to be with your husband. Trust me. And I thank God for it. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so I don't waste time. But anyway, it helped me to submit my will to that and not be wanting to be padded up. And, you know, like we want that companionship. I want companionship. But I'm like, I'm not about to get, accept companionship in, in, in exchange for wasting time. And have my husband taking longer or put myself in a compromising position. No, I'm going to wait on God to say, yes, you know, like this is the green light, go. 
this is the one you talk to in depth. This is the this is your husband. So I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord for all things he has revealed to me. Glory God, I'm giving you thanks again for all the things you have revealed. But I'm telling you, you have to be intentional about praying and fasting consistently. You have to be intentional about who you surround yourself with. Like I have just a handful, a handful or less of people, a handful, not both hands, but one hand of people that I surround myself with. These are people that I trust, that I trust with telling certain information. And it's not even a lot. Like, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Only certain people, um, very, very, hardly anybody. Like, but at very, it's just a very small, small, small dot, probably a dot, not even a circle of people that um, I can share information with that they're, that they are there for me in my, um, like if I, if, if I was, you know, suffering with sickness or anything that they are there for me, or if the, even if they see me trying to go back, I have a group of people that be like, Hey, 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 no, 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 no. But I thank God for how now, like I'm stronger than the Lord and I'm pressing forward, but I made sure that I surrounded myself with when I was, when I was first coming out of backslidden state, I made sure I was intentional about surrounding myself with strong, holy people, strong, which includes my parents. So that's that's most of the dot. My parents is at the forefront of that because I trust them. My pastor is my father. So, yes, I thank God for having that spiritual counsel that I can trust and, and trust with giving me advice on what to do and how to do and have that account there like accountability partners. And so I thank the Lord for it. Cause if I was to go wrong, they would get me right. And I, I that's what I want to be around me. But I, I thank the Lord for how like they helped me up in prayer when I was coming out my backslidden state, even when I was in my backslidden state, that's why I trust them. And I love them. Cause when I was in that backslidden state, they were still praying for me and they were still telling me the truth. According to God's holy word, they was not afraid to tell me the truth. Like, Hey, you got to get out of this or, or, and giving me guidance on how to come out and what to do. And so you need godly friends that's going to tell you the truth. You need godly accountability partners that is going to tell you the truth. And if they see you going wrong, they're going to help you turn you back around to the right way. They ain't going to let you fall in a hole and be like, I should, I told you so. No, no, not I told you so. They ain't going to let you fall in a hole and be like, I should have told you. They're going to see it coming from afar off and be like, hey, I don't think you should do that. Like, you know, or, or saying something. But you want those accountability partners in your life that's there to pray you through, that's not going to agree with your foolishness, that's going to stand with you in the good, that's going to pray with you if you're doing bad, pray for you, excuse me, if you're doing bad. You need accountability, not somebody that's going to pet you in your sins and your wrong. Most people want to be comforted in sin, so they get people around them that if they do something wrong, these people ain't going to say nothing or, or or they ain't going to say nothing. They ain't going to do nothing. They just going to let them do wrong. And then when they do come to them to ask them for advice, they're like, oh, okay, I don't know about that. Or they'll be talking slow or whatever. But your counsel or whatever you're telling someone needs to come from the word of God. And please interpret the scriptures correctly. Please do. Because you, you don't get yourself around around other women 
Like, you ain't whole, but you'll get stuff around other women that's going to agree with you. If you save, you marry somebody unsaved. Or, I mean, you talking like courting somebody that's unsaved. And, this part, and they'll be just agreeing and know and should know that it's wrong according to the word of God for a saved and an unsaved person to get together. It's wrong. So you you need to surround yourself with people that can, will hold you accountable and that care so much about you and particularly your soul that they want you to keep your relationship right with God. They know you have a purpose and that you don't need to be entangled with certain people. They know this, so they're going to help you. But I'm telling y'all, people just be wanting to be with people that's going to pat them up and take up for them in their mess. Don't be that way. If you want to grow in the Lord, if you want to be strong in the Lord, if you want to make the right, righteous, not right, but righteous decisions, you need to surround yourself with righteous people. I'm not talking about with just churchgoers. I'm not talking about people that claim to be something that they really not. Not good motivational speakers because that's all they be. I'm talking about people that's really living by the word of God. I'm talking about with people, with people, where the Bible is this person's life, where the Bible is this person's principles and standards, and they answer to God for their life. This is the people that you need to be surrounding yourself with, because you know, hey, they're going to make sure I stay in the kingdom of God. <laughs> they're going to make sure, because they love me. But we're going to go on. But you got to be intentional. When you're intentional, you cut off the people that is going to keep you half. You cut off those people that is stunting your growth in God, that is stunting your growth. You cut them off, not cut off the people that's going to help you to succeed in God. It just makes no sense. And I'm seeing it and I'm just constantly seeing it, how people will cut people off that really have their best interests in mind. Their spiritual, natural, all that benefit in mind, but they will cut you off because they want you to see it this way, not God's way now. They want you to see it this way. But if it ain't God's way, I can't tell you my way. I got to tell you God's way. And see, a lot of times people don't see immediate results. Like in this case, the lady got healed immediately. But when people don't see immediate results, they, they don't, they don't want to hear what you have to say. But a lot of things got to be in a slow cooker. It's a process. And then you're going to thank God that you stayed in the slow cooker and, and you went through the correct godly process so you can get the right results. But these people that's coming up by a fly bed of ease or doing it their way and they're getting them quick results, you're going to meet them coming back down to what was right in the first place. If they ever come back, if they gain, if they come back to Christ. So we got to come back to the knowledge of Christ and what God is saying to us so we will be made whole. But anyway, I want to be made whole. So we got to be intentional. So consistent praying, consistent fasting, consistent reading, studying, meditating on the word. And I used to watch YouTube holiness preaching. People that I knew, and I still do, I still watch holiness preaching and teaching on my on my YouTube. Surround yourself around holiness. And so I, I would listen, I would listen. And then it was like these holiness preachers and teachers that was talking about like how to overcome like your sexual feelings or, or, or a toxic relationship and all of this. And I would listen to them and, and, and it just would just get in my spirit. And I see myself growing and growing in grace and, and, and not having like those urges anymore because I was, 
I was getting free from that in my mind. Glory to God. God freed me from it in my spirit. But in my mind, I had to make sure that I kept thinking heavenly thoughts. Like I tell my students, I was like, think happy thoughts. But I kept thinking, thinking on the word, looking at the YouTube so I could renew it because the holiness preachers was coming with the word of God. Glory to God. And so I would listen and listen and I still listen and listen because I'm surrounding myself because like, uh-uh, I, I can't give no foothold to the devil. I can't make a provision for my flesh. So I'm I'm like constantly, or, or I'm reading a book, some kind of holy, about being a godly, I mean, a godly woman or, or a holy woman or just anything like that I can get my hands on to make sure that I'm building myself up on my most holy faith. And so you have to surround yourself with these godly and righteous influences so that you will that is being intentional about being whole. Because if you constantly listening to R&B and R&B with this cursing, this sexing, this rapping, this shooting, and, and, and some rap artists be talking about depressing things. Why are you listening to rap artists like that? But you talk about you want to be made whole. I don't see no results for me doing the things of God, but yet you're doing some things of God and you're doing some worldly things and you mixing it in and thinking you're going to be made whole and not be depressed. Look at your friends. Look at the music you listening to. Look at how much time you're spending with God. What are you putting into your, your ears? What is you looking at with your eyes? Look at what you are doing on a daily basis. Look at, just write it down. What you do from morning to night, is it all godly? And when I'm saying is it all godly, is it godly or demonic? Because if you listen to R&B music with these demonic singers singing on through the music with these nasty spirits, I'm trying to figure out how in the world you think you're going to think right. You listen to R&B with these people that is not saved, ain't trying to be saved, or or their music, or they're not singing their music to glorify God, it's to glorify themselves, and some of the past situations they went through and still ain't healed. I'm talking about people that still ain't healed, went through, going through these past situations, still cursing, cheating on their wife, or having sex, or having an open marriage, or you know all this cursing, all of this filth going on in the music. But you still listen to that kind of music and think that you had a mind of Christ? No, because you're taking your advice, you're taking what you're doing from the music, from what you're reading, from what you're looking at, from who you be around. So we got to take inventory of our lives and be like, do I really want to be made whole? Because some of these artists, mm -mm, I think I was saying about Meg Stallion, Beyonce, Kevin Gates, toxic. But yet we find an excuse to listen, not me. Because I only listen to gospel music, so I shouldn't say we. Whoever. I listen to gospel music because I have to keep my mind set on Jesus so he can keep me in perfect peace. I have too many neg too much negativity around me to intentionally feed myself with negative energy. I'm not going to do that. And so if you're intentional about being whole, you're going to be careful about the music that you choose to listen to. You're going to be intentional about the music that you choose to listen to because it makes a huge difference. I can see the difference in my life from when I was listening to Project Pat, Ja Rule, and all of these people, 3 Six Mafia. I can see genuine, I can see the change in my life from about 15, 20 years ago from me listening to now only gospel music. I can see the change because now I talk a heavenly language, I think heavenly thoughts.
I walk in holiness because what you listen to, what you feed yourself, that is what you're being influenced by. And people are like, ah, oh, no, the music don't matter. Yes, it do, because I promise you, the people that be telling me that you listen to these type of people, I see their lifestyle. They make excuses for sin. They're not, they're thinking in their flesh. They're not spiritual. And I'm talking about godly spiritual. They're not living their life according to godly principles. The people that listen to this type of music, they are worldly. So I don't want to hear it. Gospel music, we need to listen to gospel music, inspirational music that is going to uplift our spirit in God. It can be inspirational, but it's gospel and inspirational, not something that is going to tear down your godly spirit. No, and bring you unto continuity. I ain't heard about Rod Ways or whoever, and some people just be singing songs about just, it might be depressing. You don't need to listen to depressing singers. You already depressed. I'm just trying to figure it out. If if the person ain't saying I used to be depressed and this is what I did to get out of the depression, then you don't need to listen to somebody that's constantly talking about being depressed. And you depress yourself. It makes no sense. And you don't need to hang around depressing people. If you are depressed or having these feelings yourself, be intentional about being whole. Change your friends. That is a big deal. Your friends and your music, the places you go, the events you go to, like, no saying the guy had no business going to uh, uh, Kevin Gates, uh, uh, Beyonce, and all of these concerts. Please, please make it make sense. This man be cussing and just saying all type of mess in his music. Beyonce do too. And all these people, man, I think it's Meg Stallion, the baby, all these, all these people, all these people. I don't listen to none of them. I only know them because my students be telling me about them. I don't even know these people because I don't even listen to their music. And if I hear something about their song, I will look up the lyrics. I'm not listening to it. I look up the lyrics and be like, oh, my God. How can a saint of God say they listening to this? Because you're not a saint of God. You a sinner. But anyway, we're going to go on. But you have to be careful about what you're listening to, what you're looking at, your friends. Be intentional about being whole because i was and I, I was intentional i was consistent with praying fasting reading meditating on the word of god having godly friends faithful church attendance stop making excuses of not being able to go to church if you have a way if you can get there you need to be in the church building because the bible says, don't forsake to assemble ourselves together even more we see the day of the lord approaching so for you to make an excuse and be like hey I'm the church. Yes, you are the church. But the Bible also say, don't forsake to assemble yourself. We draw strength from one another because we uplift one another in person. It's no excuse not to be in person, especially if you're going out other places. If you ain't in your house 24-7, then don't make no excuse not to go to the church building. Because we need one another. You talking to somebody, and it needs to be the saints of God that, that can get that can encourage you. And just being in their presence is an encouragement when you've been out in the streets with all these demons. So you need the body of Christ and we need to gather together even the more because they're trying to attack and kill us all, destroy us all. We need each other. Now, don't forsake the assemble. Faithful church attendance. You got to be intentional. Be intentional about finding your purpose if you don't know it. I, ooh, when God showed me my purpose, ooh, 
Glory to God. He showed me in the word. Then he revealed it again in a dream. I said, Lord, thank you. That's why nobody can't tell me nothing when it comes to my purpose and what God has called me to do. And that's why I'm doing it with all my heart, mind, and soul because I know what God has called me to do. Glory to God. And so I thank God you have to be intentional about that. And the more you read, like I was just reading my word, you know, one day and God revealed this to me because I already was walking in purpose, but I didn't know what it was called in the Bible. So one day when I was just had my regular Bible study to myself, I came across the scripture like, yes, this, this is exactly what I'm doing. This is my purpose. So I thank the Lord for how every day I'm walking in purpose and I'm doing what God has called me to do. And so you need to be intentional about spending time with God so you can find your purpose and then you'll you'll it'll make you feel so much better because all of us have a purpose in life we was not just born to die we had we just wasn't just born to pay bills we was born with a specific purpose to give glory and honor to God in his kingdom so you need to find that out and that's going to be a part of you being whole glory to God but I'm telling you you got to be intentional don't make excuses. Get to the foot of Jesus. I don't care how bad you think you have sinned. Because all have come short of the glory of God. All have sinned and have came short. So you need to get bold and get to the place of God. I'm not talking about faking and shaking. I'm talking about you crawling to God. I'm talking about you crying out to God. Have mercy. Forgive me, Lord. I want to be whole in you. I want, I got to get this sin sickness away from me and he'll do it. Now it's another person in the scripture that made excuses, that made excuses. He was by the pool of Bethesda. He was one that made excuses. He wasn't intentional. He was just by it. And, and the angel would pass and, and he kept making, he made excuses and said, you know what? I told Jesus, like, I ain't had nobody to put me in it. It was, Lord, let me, let me, because I got to be exact when we talking about scripture. Um, the man was there with an infirmity, 30 and eight, 30 and eight years. See, this, this can be us, but we don't want to be unintentional. We don't want to make excuses because anytime is no excuse for us to die in our sins. We can be saved, we can be made whole, and we can live this life with joy. Because the Bible said, hey, that, uh-uh, that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. So if you if you don't have joy, you don't have the Holy Ghost. That's period. You need to spend some time in the presence of God. Glory to God. So anyway, this man was just sitting here for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto, them, unto him, without be made whole. The important man answered him, sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. Child, you should have paid somebody. You should have rolled over in that pool. You should have just sat in the pool until the angel came. But see, we can make excuses and be like, I grew up this way. I've been doing this for years. It's, it's excuses when Jesus, when Jesus is the healer. When Jesus has come to make us free, it's excuses Jesus, Jesus, he came, he died, he rose, he sent back the comfort, which is only goes. we have no excuse. It's time for us to cry out to God in repentance and for help. I'm telling y'all, it's no excuse on today. We got to get intentional, but this man was not intentional. He said, okay, Jesus asked him, would thou be made whole? And then he made an excuse. I ain't had nobody put him in the pool. 
But while I am coming, another step is down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately, see, I'm just, ooh, I'm loving this immediately stuff. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And so, and then, then, see, Jesus, like, as in a, the other case, Jesus healed the woman of, like, this physical illness also healed the man of his physical illness. But if you read down, it said Jesus felt like he he told him, take up thy bed and walk. Then the Jews started talking stuff. You can read that in your spare time. But then Jesus found him in the temple, the man he had just healed, and said unto him, Behold, thou may hold sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. That's found in John 5. That's found in John 5. And so it's like, this is a, a flip side of the sin sickness, but the physical, because a lot of times we come into Jesus and we want him in the hills of cancer. We want him to heal us of diabetes. We want him to heal us of all these diseases. But when Jesus heals us, we think we're supposed to go back in the world and serve ourselves and the devil. Not so. Not so. Because that's why the Bible said, go and sin no more so something worse won't come upon you. It's time to give our lives to Christ. We can't be sitting up here asking God to heal us, heal our situation. Lord, bless my finances. Lord, send me a husband. Lord, do all of this. But yet you want to stay in sin. No, a worse thing gonna come upon you. Don't use Jesus as a genie. Rub it. I'm coming to your feet. Or I'm touching your garment. Lord, do it. Do it for me. But you don't want to get rid of the sin issue in your life. No. Sin no more. You are healed. I've healed you of this disease. Sin no more. And so, don't be like this man. Be unintentional. Be sent somewhere for 38 years. And make an excuse not to be made whole because that's like us coming to church after church after church service after church service and still depressed. Still living in sin. Still cursing. Still sleeping around. Still hating people. Still having unforgiveness. Still, still, still dealing with issues that we need to be taken to the feet of Jesus. Ask him to help us. And even we have a pastor that is there. That can help us. We can talk to him. And when he give us instructions, we have to follow it. Because I know when I came back from a backslidden state and he, my pastor gave me instructions, I followed it. And I see how my life is blessed today because I followed the instructions. I got the right results. So we have to be intentional about being whole. If, if God heal you from a physical sickness, don't forget about the sin sickness. Go and sin no more. He wants to heal you everywhere you hurt everywhere you hurt not just heal you from past issues he wants to save your soul because there's no sense in me being healed from an issue that i have but still live in sin and it's not righteous but one and that's god if you have not been born again of the water and the spirit and you're not walking in holiness you still not whole because you still got this sin issue so I'm like, uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. We got to get rid of it all. We got to get rid of it all. So I, I encourage you on today. I tried to make this 30 minutes, but it's longer. I encourage you on today to come to the feet of Jesus because he's able to heal you. The Bible even say that he came to heal the brokenhearted. The, the Bible say, hold on. 
Isaiah 61 and 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord have anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Isaiah 61 and 1. You can be bound in your mind. Your heart could be broke. But God has came. That's why God came to set you free, to deliver you. But I in no way that I want him to deliver me from a natural or mental illness, but don't want to be free from sin. Because that's the problem in the first place, the sin problem. So we need to ask God, come to Jesus. Lord, I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with this. I need to be made whole. My heart is broken. I'm feeling this certain type of way. But you know what? I want to live for you, but I'm dealing with this issue. I need you to help me with this so I can be the woman of God that you need me to be. Because we don't have to make excuse for it. God can heal us. God can cleanse us. God can tell us what to do and guide us or lead us where to go. First of all, talk to your pastor. And then he may advise you to go to someone. So you you need to deal with it. Don't make excuses. Don't walk away from Jesus. But you need to be coming to Jesus. Because he's the healer. Glory to God. Psalms 147 and 3. He healeth the broken in heart. And bindeth up their wounds. Jesus is a healer. So anyway. I'm going to end this on today. But I, I pray that this was a blessing to someone. But be intentional about being whole and be intentional about staying whole. Because, see, I'm intentional about that. The things I said that helped me to be whole is what I do still do today. Because I, I, I cannot be a half. A half cannot marry a half. And a half is not going to be pleasing to God. Because I have not allowed Jesus to fill me up with his spirit. I need to be full of his spirit. Not mess, not foolishness, not my own self. But I want to be full of God. You got to say, God, empty me of me. That ain't right. Because God fearfully and wonderfully made us. But we cannot put ourselves in the way of what God wants to do in our lives. We can't. We got to submit ourselves humbly to God and do it his way. When you do it his way, you're going to see the right results. You're going to see godly results. You're going to see eternal results. Not covering, not covering it up for, for temporary you got to deal with yourself. You got to deal with the issues. You got to let God lead and guide you. But glory to God, I thank God. But one day I was intentional about being whole and I came to him with everything I had. I'm naked before you. Naked, not but naked, but naked. <laughs> I'm naked before you, Lord. Lord, this is me. And I thank God by when I came to him like that and began to do those things I told y'all about what you need to do about being intentional. God came in, God came back into my life. He refilled me with the Holy Ghost. And now I, 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 am feel, I feel awesome. I have love. I have joy. I have peace. I have the fruit, the one fruit of the Spirit. It includes all of that. Check out Galatians 5. Glory to God. And you can live in peace. It's no such thing as I have the Holy Ghost and I'm living according to the Word of God and I'm working on myself and I have no peace. That's a lie. You don't have the Holy Ghost, which is the Prince of Peace. I'm going to keep saying it. But anyway, we got to work with ourselves. And we can't ignore the feelings. We can't ignore the situations. We have to deal with it head on. And I mentioned some things about how and what you can do for that. Glory to God. But come to Jesus. Let him heal you everywhere you hurt. Let him heal you everywhere you hurt. Ain't no, mm -mm. you know, sexual healing. 
Because I'm telling you, that sex going to feel good for a while. But then you're going to have them negative thoughts again. You're going to be feeling bad about yourself again. You're going to be insecure. You're already insecure because you're going after sex to make you feel good about yourself. And you should already feel good about yourself because you are God's creation. But anyway, I'm telling you, you need God's healing. God's healing. Glory to God. Come to Jesus while there's still time. And hey, if you don't have a church home, you are welcome. You are welcome to come to my church home, which is the City of Refuge Church, located in Batesville, Mississippi, under the leadership of Pastor Calvin C. Wally Sr. Glory to God. And if you don't have a church home, you need to be undercover. You need someone watching for your soul. That is Bible. That is mandated by God for your benefit. Glory to God. And so if you don't have a church home on today and you're not in the Batesville, Mississippi area, I can point you to some churches that I may know of that's in your area so message me glory to god but you all hey y'all have a blessed day and remember be intentional stay whole if you're not whole god come to jesus that you may be whole you only can be complete in christ only in christ are you complete not a man not a woman not sex not a job again only in Christ are you complete. Only in Christ can you be made whole. Glory to God. Come to Jesus because he's just waiting on you. Glory to God. Well, y'all have a blessed, blessed rest of your day. Peace out.